host, Matthew Travis, coming to you on March 26, 2022. Every Monday and Saturday, we come out with a biblical topic on our podcast. To download this episode, go to the link below. Or, and to contact us, contact us at gospeltimepodcast.org at gmail.com. Or to learn more about our podcast, go to gospeltimepodcast.org. Well, now let's have a Gospel Time Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in, and God bless you all. Well, hi everybody, welcome to Gospel Time Podcast with your host, Matthew Travis. Well, today we got a special guest on our podcast today, and it is my sister. So, I would like to welcome her to the podcast. Welcome, Sarah. Hi, everyone. Well, I would like you to say your age, your name, and where you were born and raised. I was born in Ohio, and I was raised in Ohio, and I am 18 years old, and my name is Sarah Travis. Okay. Uh, so, uh, now I want you to talk about, uh, something that you were wanting to talk about. Alright, well, um, I've been looking in, uh, um, Luke chapter 15, and in this chapter we see a lot about the love of God, and there's the story of the lost sheep, and then the woman who lost a coin and she swept the house until she found it and then it goes into the prodigal son and all throughout the whole chapter it is a chapter that shows us how great the love of God is and um I was thinking about in the story of the lost sheep how you know he cared about the one that had ran away and he went he went he kept trying to find it, even though um, it had ran away. And he didn't care about, like, he cared about him, but he didn't, you know, there's times people are, you know, okay and they're living right and God cares about them, but he cares more about the ones that are out and they're, you know, not following him. And it says in verse 5, it says, And when he hath found it, he layeth it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he cometh home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying unto them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which was lost. And I kept thinking about how um, how he went the extra mile for us. We would never um, been saved. We would have never came to God if he wouldn't have went looking for us because he went the what you call extra mile. He he dig through the mud and everything we were in and helped us to get out of it. And I was listening to a story and it went on um, more in depth of the passage. It was said that there was scars on the sheep but there was also scars on the shepherd yeah and it shows that it shows how he died on the cross and how to save us it not only hurt us but it hurt him 
but he still kept looking for us and he didn't give up. And even when we drew back and said no, we hurt him because when we say no to someone who died for us and someone who loves us with unconditional love, it hurts him, but he never stopped loving us. And he showed it through things in our lives he's done for us. And I was also, I was just thinking about how great his love is and how he's done so much for me. I mean, I remember being 13 and I prayed really hard to get the Holy Ghost. And I went to church after church and I prayed and I was like the last one up from the altar. And I thought that that was how I was gonna get it, you know, staying in prayer. And then I remember Brother Brother Mitchell Hasty, my pastor, he said, one night after service, he said, Sarah, if you ever want to get the Holy Ghost, sometimes you got to step out of your comfort zone. And for me, it's really hard for me to, you know, I, I praise God in church, but it's hard for me to, you know, give it all, like step out and do something that yeah. no one's done before. And I remember um, <clears throat> going there and I remember raising my hand and praying the whole entire time. And I walked out and I didn't have the Holy Ghost. And I thought that that was what I was supposed to do. And I got really depressed and I said, there's no use in praying anymore because I'm never gonna get it. And then um, we went to church Sunday morning and I remember coming out after service and going into the car. And I remember sitting there crying and looking up and saying, God, I can't pray for this anymore. I don't understand why you ain't giving it to me. And I don't know what I'm doing wrong. And I just, I decided to, you know, you know, not pray about it as much anymore. I just thought if it's God's will, he'd give it to me. And so I went to church Sunday night and there's a saying, if you want something from God, go expecting it. Yeah. Well, in some areas I agree with that statement, but then there's other times I don't because sometimes you can go to services and not expect God to do something and he can do it. And I remember going Sunday night and my dad had kidney stones really bad. Mm-hmm. He went up to get prayed for and, you know, as his daughter, I'm going to go up there with him. And so I was praying for him. And then my pastor came over, laid his hands on me. And he said, if you want the Holy Ghost, then surrender right now. And I remember just praying and praying. And then I just started doing something I never did before. I started shouting and saying, I believe in Jesus. And I was telling the devil that no matter what he did, he said to me, because the devil tormented me a lot and said I would never get it. And I remember just keep saying, I love you, Jesus. I'm thankful for you, Jesus. And I kept saying it really loud. And God took that, I love you, Jesus. And before I knew it, I was speaking in tongues. And I didn't stop until they got me home and I was in my bed and when I stopped and I looked at my parents, I said, the devil told me I'll never get it, but I have it. Mm-hmm. And I know I do. And I feel the peace of God. So that just shows you that God's love is greater than the enemy's lies. He can lie to you and tell you you'll never get past that. You'll never get that. But if you just keep praying for it, you'll see his love and you'll see miracles. And I've seen so many of them. Um, I went to college and I was in a bad car crash last year and God protected me and my friends and there's a lot to the story but I won't go into all details 
but God was there and he helped us and I was able to come out of that and be stronger. Yes, I have scars, but when I look at the scars I have, I remember what God did for me. And I remember the doctor being, um, when I was going through everything, he kept feeling on my leg because he was concerned and he kept saying, does this hurt? Does this hurt? I said, yes, it does. Please stop. And I didn't realize why he kept doing that. And then he was like, I don't understand why you don't have any broken bones or that you're not paralyzed because your legs are terrible. And I was just thinking of how I could have been paralyzed the rest of my life. And I could have had much more worse done. I could have lost somebody. I could have had, um, I could have lost my life. And God protected me and my friends and we're all okay. And I'm just so thankful that he helped us that night. And I'm just thankful for his love. And if I can share one thing for you, it would be that you knowing God's love, don't forget to show it to others. Yeah. Because you got to love those that love you and you got to love those that don't love you. And so that the the first one's kind of easy, but the second one we have a hard time sometimes with because there's some people, you know, that don't like us and they want to hate on us, but we got to show them love no matter what they do. And when someone new comes into church, we don't need to judge them. Yes, we know they're in sin, but we need to show them the love of God because there's so many people out here that will turn away sinners from the church and say, you're not welcome here. When really that's the church, that's what a church is supposed to do. You're supposed to help win souls. And I remember, um, I was looking in the story of the prodigal son and it, I, I, this catched my attention. Um, I'm trying to find the verse here. Um, 16, I'll start at 16. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat, and no man gave him un- gave unto him. And when he came to himself, he said, How many hired servants of the fathers have bread enough and I to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will rise and go to my father, and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am no more worthy to be called thy son make me as one of thy hired servants and he arose and came to his father but when he was yet a great way off his father saw him and this is the part i want to um pay attention to his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him and the son said unto him unto him father i have sinned against heaven and in thy sight and am no more worthy to be called thy son but the father said to his servant bring forth the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand, and shoes on his feet, and bring hither the fatted calf, and kill it, and let us eat, and be merry. For this my son was dead, and is alive again. He was lost, and is found, and now they begin to be merry. A lot of people don't realize that when the son came to his father, he wasn't in the best condition. He was, he was, you know, really probably dirty from being with the pigs and everything if I didn't smell the greatest but even though he was the way he was when he came to the father the father didn't push him away the father didn't say you know you're filthy get away you stink stuff like that he accepted him 
and he gave him a nice robe and gave him a nice meal and that's how we need to be that's the love that god has to us when we came to him in sin he forgave us he didn't turn us away because of the filth we were in and that's how we need to be when a sinner comes to us we don't need to turn them away we need to let them know that they can leave with with a whole new outlook and they can leave a new creature and that's just you know that's all i have okay we are talking with uh sarah travis she goes to uh, college and at free gospel bible institute and export Pennsylvania. so we will be right back with some more so please stay tuned want to ask a few questions um i just wanted to ask you where do you go to college at i go to free gospel bible institute in export pennsylvania okay and the next question i want to ask you is can you tell us the story when you first shouted all right um that's um a really uh great story it's actually it's actually getting really close um it was the day after my birthday last year. I was in prayers, and I sat on my foot too long, and I got up, and when I started to walk, I felt my foot hop from underneath me, and I sprained it, and I had to go uh, to the hospital, and that's when I found out it was sprained. And I remember sitting there in the hospital, and there was this guy beside me, and I was reading my Bible, and he looked at me, and he said, Sugar, you like to read your Bible? And I said, yeah, I do. And he, he kept, you know, he was saying, you know, that's good, and stuff like that. But he was saying a lot of, I used to do that. I used to do that. Yeah. And I started to tell him, I said, about how God healed my memo from cancer, how my dad got another job after he lost his job. And how the I've been since my second, um, since my first year, God has provided me with money. And the there's this guy, and he has offered to pay for my schooling. And I didn't deserve any of it, but he's done it. And I, I, I was telling the guy that in the hospital, and I looked over at him, and he had tears in his eyes. And I said, um, I said, you know, you may not believe in God, but I've seen him do way too much to not believe in him. And that's the good thing that came out of my sprained ankle. It hurt really bad, and I had to walk on crutches for almost a week. But I remember we were getting close. We were going to have a kid's crusade last year, and we were getting close to it, and I really didn't want to be on crutches. And I had worked that day with crutches, and I went to my dorm, and I was just going to go sleep. And then someone knocked at my door and they said, we're having prayers. And I was like, you know, sitting there thinking, I don't really want to go, you know, because 
I'm really tired and, you know, I like to pray, but I was just really wore out that day. And so, you know, that was just the enemy trying to get me to stay in, but I decided to go anyways. And when I went, um, one of the girls that were here last year, she, she put her hand on me and she said, I know that you can heal her. And I remember just raising my hand and praising God and, um, I wanted to uh, do more for him and then just raise one hand. So I put down my crutches and stood on the one foot that wasn't hurting and kind of balanced myself. And I raised both hands and just kept praying. And then I felt like God wanted me to step out. And so I couldn't really put my foot down because it hurt really bad. And so I just like balanced myself in like the walls and just kept walking, holding on to something. And then before I knew it, I looked down and both my feet were on the ground. I didn't realize how that happened. And it just, it shocked me because every time I was walking, I felt the pain going smaller and smaller and smaller. And then I got to the end of the room and I remember just feeling a breeze and I felt like God's power. And I just started shouting. I have never shouted before. I always was afraid that it wouldn't be God and that it would just be me. And so I was very hesitant to shout. And God, like I shouted the first time. And when I shouted, I felt the pain leave just like that. And I remember just taking off the, the brace and everything that was on my foot. And I remember just putting my foot down and I didn't feel any pain. The bruise was still there, but the bruise didn't hurt like it did. And it just, it was just amazing how God did that for me. When I went back to the dorm, we were supposed to go to bed, but, you know, I was so tempted to just go outside and run because I was so happy. But I didn't do that because I'd get in trouble. But, um, you know, God was really great that night. And I called my dad and I just couldn't stop crying because that was the first time that actually I've seen God do something like, that big for me you know the second was the crash and you know I've seen more and not all the miracles God does have to be big you know sometimes the little ones can touch us and sometimes I've had really bad headaches and I'll go to church and after we sing a few songs I'll be praying that God will take it away and then I will feel it go away and I didn't even take any medicine for it it just went away on its own and I just, you know, I've seen his power. And so that's how I first shouted. Well, we spoke with uh, Sarah Travis from Three Gospel Bible Institute in Export, Pennsylvania today. Well, Sarah, I'm glad you were on Gospel Time Podcast today. I'm glad to be here. Hope you all have a great rest of your day. Well, like I said, if you guys would like to download this episode, just go to the link below. And if you guys would like to contact us to ask us biblical or spiritual questions or to get the audio file, contact gospeltimepodcast.org at gmail.com. Or to learn more about Gospel Time Podcast, go to gospeltimepodcast.org. So now, God bless you all, and I thank you for tuning in to Gospel Time Podcast with your host, Matthew Travis. And I hope you enjoyed today's episode. God bless you all. And again, Sarah, I thank you for tuning in.